Kafka on the Shore, Chapter 29 I call up Sakura from the public phone in the library. I realize I haven't been in touch once, once since that night at a place. Just a short note and that was it. I'm kind of embarrassed about the way I said goodbye. After I left her apartment, I went straight to the library and Oshima drove me up to the cabin for a few days, well out of range of any phone. Then I came to live and work at the library, encountering Miss Psyche's living spirit or something like it every night. And I've fallen head over heels for the 15-year-old girl. A ton of things happened one after another, enough to keep anybody busy. Not that that's an excuse. It's around 9pm when I call and she answers after six rings. Where in the world have you been? Sakura asks in a hard voice. I'm still in Takamatsu. She doesn't say anything for a while. In the background, I hear a music program on TV. Somehow, I've survived, I add. Silence, then a kind of side, resigned sigh. What did you mean by disappearing like that? I was worried about you, so I came home a little early that day, even did some shopping for us. I know it was wrong, I do, but I had to leave. My mind was all messed, messed up, and I had to get away to think things out, try to get back on my feet. Being with you was, I don't know, I can't put it into words. Overstimulating? Yeah. I've never been near a girl like that before. No kidding. You know, the scent of a girl, all kind of things. Pretty rough being young, eh? I guess, I say. So, how's your job going? It's been a madhouse, but I wanted to work and save up some money, so I shouldn't complain. I pause, then tell her about the police looking for me. She's silent for a while, then cautiously says, that business with the blood. I decide to hold back on telling the truth. No, that's not it. Nothing about the blood. They're looking for me because I'm a runaway. They want to catch me and ship me back to Tokyo, that's all. So they might get in touch with you. The other day, the night I stayed over, I called your mobile phone using mine and they traced the phone records and found that I was here in Takamatsu. Don't worry, she says. It's a prepaid phone, so there's no way they can trace it to me. That's a relief, I say. I didn't want to cause you any more trouble than I already have. You're so sweet, you're going to make me cry. You know that? No, that's how I truly feel. I know, she says, as if she would rather not admit it. So, where's our little runaway staying these days? Somebody I know is letting me stay. Since when do you know anybody here? How could I possibly summarize everything that's happened to me in the past few days? It's a long story, I say. With you, it's always long stories. I don't know why, but it always turns out that way. Sort of a tendency of yours? I guess so, I reply. I'll tell you all about it someday when I have the time. It's not like I'm hiding anything. I just can't explain it well over the phone. That's okay. I just hope you're not into something you shouldn't be. No, it's nothing like that. I'm okay, don't worry. She sighs again. I can understand wanting to be out on your own, but just don't get messed up with anything illegal, okay? It's not worth it. I don't want to see you die some miserable teenage death like Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid didn't die in his teens, I corrected. He killed 21 people and died when he was 21. If you say so, anyway, 
was there something you wanted i just wanted to thank you i feel bad about leaving like that after you were so nice thanks but why don't we just forget that okay i wanted to hear your voice too i say i am happy to hear that but how does that help anything i don't know how to put it exactly this might sound strange but you're living in the real world breathing real air speaking real words talking to you makes me feel for the time being connected to reality and that's really important to me now the people you are with now aren't i'm not sure i tell her so what you're saying is that you're in some unreal place with people cut off from reality i think about it for a while you might say that kafka sakura says i know it's your life and i shouldn't interfere but i think you'd better get out of there i don't know what kind of place you are in but i get the feeling that's a smart move call it a hunch why don't you come to my place you can stay as long as you like why are you so nice to me what are you a dunce what do you mean cuz i like you can't you work that out i'm basically a curious type but i wouldn't do this for just anybody i've done all this for you because i like you okay i don't know how to put it but you feel like a younger brother to me i hold the phone without saying a word for a second i'm completely confused even dizzy nobody's ever said anything like that to me ever you still there sakuras yeah i managed to say well then say something i stand up straight and take a breath sakura i wish i could do that i really do but i can't right now like i told you i can't leave here i am in love with some complicated unreal person you could say that i hear a sigh again a deep profound kind of sigh you know when kids your age fall in love they tend to get a little spacey so if the person you are in love with isn't connected to reality that's a major problem you follow me yeah i get it kafka hmm if anything happens call me okay don't hesitate at all i appreciate it i hang up go back to my room put the single of kafka on the shore on the turntable and lower the needle and once more whether i like it or not i'm slept swept away to that place to that time i sense a presence and open my eyes it's dark the fluorescence fluorescent numbers on the alarm clock next to my bed show it's after 3 i must have fallen asleep in the faint light from the lamp post in the garden i see her sitting there as ever she is at the desk gazing at the painting on the wall motionless head in her hands and i'm lying in bed trying hard not to breathe eyes barely open gazing at her silhouette outside the window the breeze from the sea is rustling the branches of the dogwood after a while though i sense that something's different something in the air that disturbs the perfect harmony of a little world i strain to see through the gloom what is it the wind momentarily picks up and the blood coursing through my veins begins to feel strangely thick and heavy the dogwood branches draws a nervous maze on the window pane finally it comes to me the silhouette is in that of young girl it looks a lot like her almost an exact match but it isn't exactly the same more a copy of a drawing laid over the real thing
Some of the details are off. Her hairstyle is different for one thing and she has on different clothes. Her whole presence is different. Unconsciously, I shake my head. It isn't the girl sitting there, it's someone else. Something's happening, something very important. I'm clutching my hands tight beneath the covers and my heart, unable to stand it anymore, starts pounding hard, beating out an unexpected erratic rhythm. As if that sound were the signal, the silhouette in the chair begins to move, very slowly changing its angle like a massive ship changing course. She takes her head out of her hands and turns in my direction. With a start, I realize it's Miss Psyche. I gulp and can't let my breath out. It's the Miss Psyche of the present, the real Miss Psyche. She looks at me for a while, quietly concentrating as when she is looking at the painting and a thought hits me, the axis of time. Somewhere, I don't know about, something weird is happening to time. Reality and dreams are all mixed up, like sea water and river water flowing together. I struggle to find the meaning behind it all, but nothing makes any sense. At last, she gets to her feet and comes towards me, holding herself as erect as she always does. She's barefoot and the floorboards creak faintly as she walks. Without a word, she sits down on the edge of the bed and remains still for a time. Her body has a definite density and weight. She has on a white silk blouse and a navy blue skirt that comes to her knees. She reaches out and touches my head, her fingers groping through my short hair. The hand is real, with real fingers touching me. She stands up again and in the faint light shining in from outside, as if it's the most natural thing to do, begins to undress. She's in no hurry, but she doesn't hesitate either. In smooth, natural motions, she unbuttons her blouse, slips off her skirt and steps out of her panties. Piece by piece, her clothing falls to the floor, the soft fabric hardly making a sound. She's asleep, I realize. Her eyes are open, but it's like she's sleepwalking. Once she's naked, she crawls into the narrow bed and wraps her pale arms around me. Her warm breath graces my neck her pubic hair pushing up against my thigh. She must be thinking I am a dead boyfriend from long ago and that she is doing what they used to do here in this very room. Fast asleep, dreaming, she goes through the motions from long ago. I think that I better wake her up. She is making a terrible mistake and I have to let her know. This isn't a dream, it's real life. But everything's happening so fast and I don't have the strength to resist. Thrown totally off balance, I feel as if I am being sucked into a time warp. And you are sucked into a time warp. Before you know it, her dream has wrapped itself around your mind. Gently, warmly, like amniotic fluid. Miss Psyche will take off your t-shirt, pull off your boxers. She'll kiss your neck over and over, then reach out and hold your penis, which is already porcelain hard. Gently, she wraps her hand around your balls and wordlessly guides your fingers to a pubic hair. Her vagina is warm and wet. She kisses your chest, sucking your nipples. Your fingers are slowly sucked inside her. Where does your responsibility begin here? Wiping away the nebula from your sight, you struggle to find where you really are. You are trying to find the direction of the flow, struggling to hold on to the axis of time. 
but you can't locate the borderline separating dream and reality or even the boundary between what's real and what's possible all you're sure of is that you're in a delicate position delicate and dangerous you're pulled along a part of it unable to pin down the principles of prophecy or of logic like when a river overflows washing over a town all road signs have sunk beneath the waves and all you can see are the anonymous roofs of the sunken houses your face up and miss psyche gets on top of you she guides your rock hard cock inside her you're helpless she's the one who does the choosing she bends and twists her ways as if tracing a picture with her body her straight hair falls on your shoulders and trembles noiselessly like the branches of a willow little by little you're sucked down into the warm mud the whole world turns warm wet indistinct and all that exists is your rigid glistening cock you close your eyes and your own dream begins it's hard to tell how much time is passing the tide comes in the moon rises and soon you come there's nothing you can do to stop it you come over and over inside her the warm walls inside her contract gathering in your semen all this while she's still asleep with her eyes wide open she's in a different world and that's where your seed goes swallowed into a place apart a long time passes i can't move every part of me is paralyzed paralyzed or else maybe i just don't feel like trying to move she gets off me and lies down beside me after a while she gets up tugs on her panties pulls on her skirt and buttons up her blouse she gently reaches out again and tousles my hair all this takes place without a word passing between us she hasn't said a thing since she entered the room the only sounds are the creak of the floorboards the wind blowing ceaselessly outside the room breathing out the window pane shivering that's the chorus behind me still asleep she crosses the room and leaves the doors open just a crack but she slips right out like a delicate dreamy fish silently the door closes i watch from the bed as she makes her exit still unable to move i can't even raise a finger my lips are tightly sealed words are asleep in a corner of time unable to move a muscle i lie i lie there straining to hear i imagine i'll catch the roar of her golf in the car park but i never hear it no matter how long i listen the wind blows clouds over then scatters them away the branches of the dogwood quiver and countless knives flash in the darkness the window in is my heart's window the door my soul's door i lay there awake until dawn staring at the empty chair Thank you.